rough here, holy. Well, Pinkies, it's a fake driver. <laughs> oh, 15 miles per hour now, woohoo. I'm dawdling through the campground that we're staying at in Chehalis, Washington. I'm on my way into town, into the big city of Chehalis, which is a very tiny city, um, to go grocery shopping and go to the Napa Auto Parts store and stuff like that. Because I need air cleaners. I need an air cleaner, an air filter for this truck because it's been 40,000 kilometers since I changed my air filter and I did look at it, it is a bit dirty. I'll get a cabin air filter at the same time. They're only like $20. Um, I thought I'd just bring you up to date. What's going on? We are now just at the end of August, like the 29th, I think it is today. And my house has not yet burnt down, so that's good news. It's still very smoky there. Um, and they have, oh, there's a bigger dump out there. I just passed a second dump out and the, they were very, very tiny, little skinny little, I wasn't sure I was going to get my rig through the skinny little dump station with the big curbs. Anyway, there's a second one. We'll do the second one. Maybe. Anyway, okay, I'm coming up to the gate now to let me out. And... I also need to enter my into my GPS where I'm going since I have no idea. Swing wide, the little sign says. Okay. Nobody's in the gatehouse, but the gate arm goes up, and I am free to move about the country. <laughs> now, some good news: the fire is it hasn't grown significantly. Although there's a few spot fires that have sparked up and have left the, the original perimeter of the fire. <laughs> and so there's these little tinier fires that are hanging around. <clears throat> okay, I gotta do my GPS. Now I can't, in this truck, you cannot be moving because if you're moving, you're not allowed to type Chehalis. We're going to street South Market Boulevard. South Market Boulevard, number 19. Okay. South Market Boulevard, 19. Route two, 15 kilometers. Oh, I should tell you about the confusion between miles and kilometers. Go. Okay. <coughs> So, um, although the fire is, you know, not necessarily getting bigger, uh, it's still burning like crazy. The good news is that they have removed the alerts, like some of the alerts, the evacuation alerts. So they've downgraded one or two, but only one or two evacuation alerts um, to sorry, evacuation orders. So they've changed from an order, which is get the fuck out now, to alerts, which means get ready. We're gonna tell you to leave in 15 minutes. Um, so 
that's good news, right? And and one of the better things is the larger community or the the, the little community near my house called Sorrento. Oh, I'm turning here. Uh, turn, hang on. North Fork Road. Hmm. Um, the little community where all the businesses are, you know, the post office and the gas stations and the truck shop and all that, they are open now. Uh, so they've, they've removed the evacuation order from that little community, Sorrento, and uh, so people can go back and open up their businesses and go back to work. And the highway's open, which we already knew. Um, so that's all good news. Um, but that's about the only good news. Uh, temperatures haven't been considerably cooler. They're still fighting the fires up there. And, um, you know, the fire is still a happening thing. There's such a really large amount of fire. <laughs> like, there's a lot of communities that are affected. And, of course, uh, there's a bunch of communities that have houses and structures destroyed. 130, a minimum of 130 structures lost. You know, is that a house or a garage or a barn? Who knows? But 100, whoa, guy just crossed the road, no blinker. Oh, people. Um, in front of me, guy crossed the road in front of me <clears throat> to get into his driveway. All right. Uh, and a hundred and the 35 uh, structures damaged, so partially burnt or maybe siding is melted or whatever, and more to count. So let's just call it like 130 people out of their homes. Uh, so that's just in my neighborhood. There's another fire in Kelowna where, you know, almost 200 structures have been lost, I think, somewhere on the order of 200. So now that I'm in the United States, you know, I bring with me my Canadian TV. Uh, so my television doesn't work in the U.S. because as soon as I try to load something on the TV, like I want to watch the no the news, the news, the, the the TV app says, "Oh nope, you're we can't show this content in this country that you're in, the USA." So I haven't even had time to follow up and look to see what's going on in the news. So now I'm quite completely disconnected from the news. Uh, so, you know, I, I gotta figure, I haven't spent any time on this. I gotta figure out a way to, at the very least, see what's going on in Canada, in British Columbia, in relate, as it relates to the news and the fires. Uh, so I'm sure I'll figure it out. I just haven't been able to spend any time. Now, so we've been in the USA for two days now. Uh, maybe th you could call it three days, I guess. This is our third day. I've been driving on I-5 through Washington, through Seattle. Not actually, we, we bypassed Seattle and went over to Bellevue, Federal Way, those little communities. Driving on the freeway with my big rig, my 50 foot, 50, 51 feet of truck and trailer. And uh, it's been okay. Uh, not too bad. Lots of traffic. We got a lot of slowdowns, you know, through the heavier city areas. Um, kind of just putting along at 
15 miles an hour. But it's been going okay. And so then I thought, all right, now <clears throat> my truck is all in kilometers and I can change it. So I'm coming up to a speed limit 35. Well, I know what 35 miles per hour is. It's about 40 um, kilometers. 40, well, it's not 45, is it? 40, 50 kilometers is, maybe it's 50 kilometers. Yeah, 50 kilometers per hour is 35 miles per hour. Anyway, so it takes me a minute to calculate what is, you know, 55 miles per hour. <clears throat> there's little numbers on my speedometer, but they're so tiny that I can't read them without my glasses. But I get a, I have a general idea. So I decided, well, let's try and flip the truck to miles. So I did that. I changed everything to miles. And that's all fine. I mean, it's convenient and everything. And it works. And I can, you know, obviously I know... Uh, when I see a sign or my GPS tells me turn in 15 miles, then I can, you know, I can calculate, I can see on my dash how long 15 miles is and all that. That's all working fine. However, when it comes to calculating my statistics, because you know I love the statistics, um, I'm calculating how much gas am I using? What's my miles per gallon? In my case, kilometers per hundred meters or minute liters per hundred kilometers and trying to figure out how much fuel am I using and how much is it costing me and then we have the oh here's Jackson Highway this is going to take me right into uh, Chehalis um, it's a bit of a pain in the neck even though my little app on my phone is quite good at converting miles to kilometers and gallons and liters and all that um, but it's it, it got completely confusing for me when I was trying to figure out just exactly how much fuel am I using so I decided that operating my truck in miles mode is not going to work for me and I've converted it now back to uh, kilometers mode the other thing is my engine temperatures and all my gauges and stuff my readouts, they're all in Celsius's, right? So I know when my truck is running at 90 degrees Celsius temperature that that's a good operating temperature. 100 degrees Celsius is bad temperature because that's the boiling point of water. So you know as you're plugging on up the hill uh, that uh, you know, you're heating up the engine when it gets to 100 or more. It goes up. That's why we have coolant. Coolant prevents the water from boiling at 100 degrees. So I can, when I'm on miles, everything is in Fahrenheit. So I know 200 degrees Fahrenheit is, you know, a bad, you know, is, is up there. It's about the same as 100 degrees Fahrenheit. But I also have to think a minute, okay, how much is 200 degrees Fahrenheit? And why is my oil pressure now in PSI instead of kilopascals? So I know all my numbers in kilopascals and Celsius's, you know, uh, transmission temperature and all that. I like to monitor all that stuff. How hot is my engine exhaust gas? You know, I like to know, oh, 800 degrees. EGT3 is, two, is, 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 is good. That's a good temperature. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a high heat, good 
temperature to be operating at. <clears throat> anyway, so um, this is why I've gone back to Celsiuses and miles and uh, sorry kilometerses and Celsiuses. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, and it's just easier for me because I know when the GPS says, okay, turn in 200 yard, uh, 200 <laughs> meters, I know how much 200 meters is. I don't know what a tenth of a mile is or two tenths of a mile is. So that's, uh, that's the old Celsius system working for you. So, so that's, so there's that. Um, now the other thing is we're staying in these Thousand Trails campsites. Um, so, you know, it's a membership. You pay your annual dues and you go to these Thousand Trails, but it's a first come first serve situation. And all of these campsites, these Thousand Trails, very few of them have actual full sewer power water hookups. So. We've, I've been a little disappointed. Now we are in the high heat of summer, right? We're just coming now to the end of the busy, busy season. All the campers and their children are going to be going back to school after this week. Here, right now, it is a, a Wednesday. So in four or five days, school's going to be in session. So the campsites are going to lighten up. But in the meantime, we've been trying to get to these campsites and find the sewers because you can't get the sewers because the sewers are all taken. Well, it's a bit of a pain in the neck because I can go for three days in on my tanks with my, you know, with my, my waste tanks, black water and gray water. I have three tanks, kitchen, bathroom, and toilet tanks. And... Um, I can do three days without any trouble, but four days or four and a half days is then we have to start conserving and then so then we go and we pee in the toilet house or we go shower in the toilet house and I don't really need to do that, but you start to get a little antsy on the fourth day and you're going, oh my God, is my, my you know, my, my, my smallest tank is the kitchen sink tank. And Mr. Anderson loves to, he uses so much water when he does the dishes that I got to keep encouraging him to, okay, now don't use too much water. You got to watch your kitchen water because the kitchen water tank fills up really quickly. So I guess I'm speeding through this little dinky little berg. Have I arrived? No, I got four kilometers. Um, so... It's just a little bit annoying. And then the other thing about these Thousand Trails is, is you, it's first come, first serve. So you got to roam around the, the entire trailer park, you know, 200 trailer sites or 100, you know, between 100 and 200 trailer sites. You got to roam around driving your 50 foot rig through these dinky little <laughs> one way streets with the trees hanging down and all this and sharp corners and all that and you got to try to find <clears throat> um, a site that's empty and then oh there's a nice looking site there oh no sewer okay well let's keep going and you bypass these kind of good sites looking for the 
for the sewer sites and and you may not find you may not find a sewer site so then the other trick is you pull in you park your ass in a site one that looks mediocre or whatever and then you can walk around you walk around through the entire park which is time consuming and then you do, and then you go and you walk you're walking and you go okay well number A62 looks pretty good let's remember that one <laughs> and then you keep walking woo B25 looks pretty good <laughs> and then by the time you've seen you know 200 campsites you can't remember oh, what was the good one was it A41 or A62 what was that campsite so uh, you know, you have to be very well prepared. So, you, I need a clipboard. <laughs> I should have a clipboard. Oh, I'm coming up to my coming up. To, I gotta pay attention. I'm looking for Safeway stores and all that. So, that's the minorly frustrating thing about the Thousand Trails sites. Now, hopefully, after the long weekend, kids go back to school. Uh, oh, I should buy gas too. Mm, what's the price here? 504. Oh, that's a good price, except they don't have diesel. No diesel. Oh, yeah. Um, just as an, an equivalent. So the gallons for diesel price is I paid 529 at the pumps for diesel. And that calculates out to $7 and something like 20 cents. Maybe it was 549 US per gallon it calculates out to seven I paid seven dollars and 29 cents for diesel fuel in Washington State with my Canadian that's just a Canadian conversion and I had to pay I have paid two point I bought 2.5 gallons of DAF diesel exhaust fluid it cost me, it was $21, which is a little high. In Canadian dollars, it cost me $29 for 9.5 liters of death. And I usually get, I think, between 9.5 or 13 liters for $21 Canadian. But I was in a bind. I did not, I was not thinking ahead. Ding dong. Okay, so... I better stop now. That's my little story for the time being. <laughs> I am the fade driver. So far, it's going okay. The dog hair. My dog is shedding her coat right now. And it's driving me absolutely fucking crazy. Um, you wouldn't believe how much hair an Akita Inu Husky dog sloughs off their body at the end of the summer. Why don't they do it at the beginning of the summer? I don't get it. Anyway, I am the Faye Driver. You can email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.